Captain Leela, having heroically secured our supply of space air, I present you the dupe's highest honor, the Medal of Valor. <laughs> it's pronounced velour. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through the Hulu reboot of one of the greatest TV shows, Fox and Comedy Central, ever canceled. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And today we're talking about Futurama Season 8, Episode 8, Zap Gets Canceled. Yeah, we have some strong things to talk about with this episode, given that he, uh, th- we're going to talk a little bit about cancel culture, but you know it'll never be canceled, goddammit! That's outsourcing Mike's bits. I wish I could cancel this. Yeah, you don't have the power, my man. I do, and I'm never getting rid of it. <laughs> I mean, I edit the podcast i could literally just be like mike's cards blew up uh, there's no outsourcing mike's bits anymore it's, every it's time he pulls a card it blows up he's gambit now he's gambit from the x-men I, minus also, like minus the cajun accent trust me you don't want to try to do you don't want me to try to do a cajun accent you do not want that but i i did uh, for a moment there it was like outsourcing mike's bits got, died on its way to its home planet but yeah, we only have uh, four cards to go in the Would You Rather deck. Ben, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you I'm gonna make you culpable in this. Which card would you like? I'll take uh, the one on my far right, my right. This one. That one. All right, excellent, good, good, good. My my good friend Ben, who chose this card and therefore is tied to it directly. Uh huh. Would you rather have your most embarrassing photos posted on Facebook or accidentally fall in public and the video go viral? Would you like your most embarrassing photos posted on Facebook or accidentally fall in public and the video go viral? I'm assuming that um, my most embarrassing photos going on Facebook, that would be sort of a public thing. Because like, I don't really use Facebook so I don't have a ton of friends. If my if if my if if embarrassing photos made its way onto Facebook, um I don't think many people would see it. Um I unfortunately I also, have a story to tell, but we will get there. I also don't really have any like I'm I'm assuming this is asking like my most embarrassing photo that exists. Right. I don't really have any embarrassing photos. Like I my most embarrassing photo a would not be that embarrassing and b wouldn't reach that many people so that's the okay. easy choice okay. I'll go with that F- okay, ten great. people will be like oh that's weird and then forget about it so I'm gonna tell a story right now and I'm gonna uh, genericize the people's names um so I had a, a me and Stacy had a friend uh, that uh, had 
let's ha- let's say Dropbox or one of those services hooked up to their Facebook to whenever there was a new photo, drop it directly on Facebook. Okay, well that's uh, that's a bad choice uh, already. But go ahead. Um, and this person decided to take a picture of, you know, the whole kit and caboodle. Let's call uh-huh, it that. Uh-huh. And this is not like an OnlyFans situation. But it was there on Facebook. And my wife saw this and 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 contacted the person saying, hey, I think your whole kit and caboodle is out on Facebook. To which it got deleted, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. makes sense. And then a few minutes later, it popped back in. The whole kit and caboodle again. <laughs> same picture. <laughs> So this is a, a a a tale I tell first. Don't hook up Dropbox to Facebook. It was never a good idea. Ideally, don't hook anything up to Facebook. But go ahead. Oh yeah, Facebook should not exist, frankly. Um, but uh, that 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 all being said, as a man who, you know what, I don't think it is it's bad to say that I have taken a picture of my genitalia before. I've done it. I I have a feeling that a decent amount of us have done it. I do not want that on Facebook for the for any <laughs> amount of money. Um so that would be the most embarrassing photo. So guess what? Looks like a guy is going to prat fall in public and honestly to be fair, prat falling in public and having it go viral only go, it, in what way w- I, I mean honestly, what would make a honestly thinking about it, I'm going to just make a whole lot of noises here and didn't think about what makes a fall in public go viral other than again unexplained or unexpected genitalia like i fall down my pants come off you you know there's the whole thing about um uh lenny kravitz he's wearing those those uh, leather pants and he's going down for the he's like doing like crouching down with a guitar and then plop the whole things out because the re- the pants fell that went viral but that was because there's his genitalia so either way it sounds like my genitalia is out on display but i feel like if a viral video will more often be uh, censored so i'm gonna go with that i don't i don't think genitalia has to be involved at all because there are way like if you pratfall where um uh the you make noises that are like uh that drum breakdown in um the that song um in, in the air tonight yeah that's the song uh that song in I the air to tonight go through it in my head yeah yeah where it goes do 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 because okay, i've seen i've seen fair. viral videos where it's just like Someone will will like fall or like s- something will fall out of a cabinet in like a very specific cadence. And so it'll just be like that's it'll fair. be playing that song and then they line it up so that the falls match up with that. So like there's that anything there's you no can put you there, anything you can put to like uh, music that may just makes it a, a TikTok bop. Like, yeah, you're, you're, you, I think you're right. Cause I was also, th- there's also the shooting stars meme where, where somebody goes like this or whatever and they're flying off into space. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, there are falls in which, uh, that don't involve genitalia. Right. Which is a funny, which is a sentence that has never been said before. I mean, the um, one, of, one of the, one of the, uh, 
first viral like viral videos I can think of um, from a much earlier internet was that video of the newscaster talking about stomping grapes for wine. So she's okay. like interviewing a um, a winemaker, and they're both stomping grapes, and then they're like, uh, "Oh, I'll race you!" And then like they go stop, and then the the newscaster because the newscaster says stop. And then starts mashing grapes again because she's trying to like cheat in this race that she invented. And then she slips and <laughs> falls. Yeah. And because it is these these barrels are up like positioned high up, she sure. she she has quite a fall. And then like lands really hard and is just like wheezing for breath. And that was like one of the first viral videos that I sure. remember. So that, like, that also reminds me of the runner when it was snowing in Portland, who's like, oh, I get really good traction and then immediately eats. Um, mm-hmm. No, that's a good point. I feel like, though, if there's not genitalia involved, you're doing OK. Like I'm I maybe this is saying a lot about me, but I was a choir and theater kid. Um, I was on stage a whole lot and boy, I've done some wild things on stage. So so. Falling and kind of being viralized and put on the internet uh, is much better than having my junk out there for everyone to go, what's going on with that mole? Which is, of course, my my main worry. Ah, I, I, I see that I you just sent, sent you the, the know your lady. meme for the grape lady. All right. Well, get, guess who's watching Atlanta grape lady? Seminars, arts and crafts. It's a lot of fun. A whole day. Stop. Okay, so I I do have I have some thoughts about she she okay so I'm I'm kind of like dissecting the fall <laughs> uh-huh. you know because she she stomp you you're right she stomps a little bit but then she like kicks her leg out a little bit and catches the side of the container. And that's when it all starts to go wrong. So yeah, I I think I think that uh, saying that genitals are involved for it to go viral is right. uh, it is not is no longer accurate or was yeah. never accurate. But I it's my, I guess it's my worry that my genitalia will be on the internet. So anything that makes sure that my genitalia is not on the internet is my prefer my preference. Yeah, I don't. And, and I, know, knowing that my embarrassing photo probably will be genitalia, I'll go for the the eating. Sh- randomly and put on the internet i don't i honestly don't care uh i uh was just talking the other day about how uh there was an episode of shrill that uh because they when when they were doing that that filmed out here there was an episode that involved a naked bike ride and so they were looking for extras uh for that to literally ride your bike naked for a tv show and i was like yeah i'll do it uh, but I had other other uh, scheduled plans that I could not uh, rearrange, so I, I wasn't able to do it. But I was prepared to put my junk on a TV show. Sure. Now he, we are different people. I'll put it that uh-huh. way. Um, I I I am I am not uh, interested in going to a naked bike ride. Let alone I won't come on your your other sex podcast. Uh-huh. Um, so there, there's a lot going on there. I do not want my genitalia to be, uh, perceived by a, a lot of people. Yeah, I'm fine. I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll put my junk on shrill. That's fine. Uh, so let's talk about 
We have spent way too long talking about this dumb question. Let's talk about this dumb episode. <laughs> Zap gets canceled. Uh, this is the cancel culture episode. Wait, I need to I need to back up because I've been doing this thing where I read the internetmoviedatabase.com oh, yeah. summary of Boy, it. Boy, I can't wait to hear the summary of it. Zap gets canceled. Aired September 11th, 2023. When Zap Brannigan is canceled for crude behavior, Leela takes over as captain of the Nimbus on a critical mission. Uh, so this is the cancel culture episode. You know, episode. okay, that's that's not a terrible bio um, of this or uh, summary of this. We've uh, had worse. Episode? Bender does some things. Yeah, uh, that was garbage. <laughs> so yeah, it's the cancel culture episode. I we I was um nervous about this episode, yeah, particularly after last week. Um, yeah, last week was boy. And uh, I won't get too into into the vibes of it all yet, but it was not as bad as I expected it to be. So I'll give it same. That. <laughs> yeah, I think the the thing is that we. I mean, I again, I don't want to talk about it, but it feels very much like this is just a way to get Zap out of his ship for a bit. Yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I, I mean, I I have I have issues with the whole like cancel culture thing because like i mean i mentioned this in our first episode of this season where clone high came back they did a reboot they came back in 2023 as well their whole first episode was hey we're back and things are different now and abe gets canceled and he has to go sit with the other kids who have been canceled and it's just I I don't care for this as a trope because I th- I think it's kind of lazy. It's like it feels oh, absolutely lazy. <laughs> there's this weird perception among people who are like who believe that cancel culture is a thing and are like anti-cancel culture that like you can apply this like term canceled like it's a condition in dungeons and dragons or something i've been playing a lot of Baldur's gate so i've got dungeons wow. and dragons on the mind <laughs> well that's um, the nerdiest reference on uh, the show so far but like this this sort of like condition where it's like you've been canceled for the next 10 d10 weeks and um suddenly like life is just ruined and like everywhere you go people see oh you've been canceled and it's like this weird cabal of uh, the like panel that's like convenes to cancel things and it's like sure nah dude you that's- just you just did something gross and people don't like it when people do gross things like yeah no that's, that's legit that's it um because like if, like Louis C.K. is not canceled, he's a sex pest. Right. Like because like, like there's a difference here. And that's the thing, right? Like Louis C.K. is quote unquote canceled, but A, he's a literal sex pest. Yeah, uh yeah. what you know, the what he did was like actual sex crimes. Like har- harassment and assault. Um, yeah. And yet, you know, I'm I his his career will be forever altered by that but also like maybe still, he shouldn't have done it then he's he's still he still sells out shows like he's he's yeah. do he's doing a comeback 
if if, I mean, it, really, if it worked where you had this like panel who's like you're canceled for 10 weeks or whatever he, he would immediately come back with a sold out show that's like i'm not canceled anymore tour and come out on stage with like he'd rip up this big red c that indicates he's been canceled and he's like i'm back baby and then the crowd would go wild and instead it's a lot more complicated than that because oh yeah he he did bad things and there will always be people who will never see anything he does again and there will always be people who would have stood by him, him no matter what because they love him and then there's a much bigger group in the middle who gets to have their own complicated feelings about that and whether or not they want to ever actually see him again yeah that's that is what cancel culture is like it's yeah, it's been turned. It's it's done the same thing as woke has done now, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It, it's meaningless. There's no meaning to it. It's just that's somebody we don't like. They're woke. Go woke. Go broke. Whatever. It's like oh, too much cancel culture. Too much. Gotta be PC. It's like no, you do a thing. Whether or not that's good or bad, I have I get to have an opinion on that thing that you've done. For Louis C.K. masturbating in front of women that are coerced to be there. And I could be like, hey, that's bad. I don't really want to focus on this person anymore. And that's right. my choice. And so I just I think it's it's such a weird trope because it's not like it, I think it'd be one thing if like Futurama was like, oh, no, there is actually you have like an actual uh trial with a lawyer to like see if you are officially canceled or whatever but clone high did the same thing i mean they didn't have a lawyer but it was still like this status that you put on someone and then boom you are canceled it's a it's a dnd status condition right it it affects your stats like i get the idea of being a pariah like Uh but then we we start throwing these like unfortunately charged words around like oh i'm canceling you you're canceled because you took a shower in the middle of your 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 bridge it's which by the way is a wild thing to choose amongst us hasn't done that though i mean if i'm gonna be i'm gonna be i mean what you know in the future we're very (laughs) sex positive i mean look Um, it's not the bridge you were talking about but i do keep a mental list of all the bridges i've in portland i've been on naked through the the naked bike rides but yes, um, but that's a protest and not so, I'm just going to be naked because I think better. Uh, but yeah, so in violation of norms. So and to be fair, but protests are violation of norms that are allowable within. Anyway, that's there's a lot of things we could talk about that are like way more interesting than I'm you, you're you can't cancel me. It's like that kind of thing. Uh, so anyways, Boy, I just, I'm, we're going to we're going to get some people that don't like this episode. That's fine. Uh, they can cancel us. Uh, so they can they can uh, do a whole trial Look, and, and cancel us the, and give us a big put red the C. red C the scarlet C on my chest and see how I like it. Um, but no, I just I I just I I don't I don't love the trope, and so I just wanted to get that out before we actually because like most of this episode isn't even really about Zap getting canceled. <laughs> right. Like it it's, it serves a very specific he, plot point. But most of this episode is about Leela being captain of a ship. 
So. Right, right. Like most of this, if you just removed the whole canceled things and just was like, you're suspended, a lot of this is the same. But yeah, it's just, it's such a, it's such a, I think, lazy trope. Because like I said, yeah. Clone High did it. Agreed. I, I literally uh, tweeted today, I was like, what do you think the odds are that in the first five episodes of the Frasier reboot, there's an episode where Frasier gets canceled? Because I'm at like 95%. Like, I, I still, I'm, I, I had, I'm I didn't almost respond to that on Blue certain. Sky, but I was like, I was like, that seems a little low. I am almost certain that within the first five episodes, Frasier is going to get this like official designation as canceled and he's going to have to like, so I'm, I'm just like, uh, it's, it's it's a weird it's a weird 2023 trope and it's a weird reboot in 2023 trope so i'm over it let's talk about the rest of the the episode though the problem is everyone feels like they have to say something about everything yes including us uh apparently including us (laughs) now let's talk about being canceled let's let's talk about my brain immediately jumped to sex uh because of that song baby um Let's talk about the rest of the episode. Um, so, yeah, the episode is um, and I do I do want to ask uh, because last week we did a would you rather about being Zap's assistant or the daughter of Leo Wong. And you chose Zap's assistant. How are you feeling about that choice now, Mike? Not not great. Not great. <laughs> not great. Um, certainly don't want to be used as a towel or a what a. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. A fire extinguisher, maybe? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would not want to be used as either of those Kif, two things. He he literally extinguished a fire with Kiff's goo. So Yeah. That was not ideal. Uh um, so yeah, I probably would make a different choice now that I've seen what Zap has done to get quote unquote canceled. So uh yeah, Kiff um files a complaint after Zap takes a shower in the in the middle of the bridge of the nimbus um because he will, he w- thinks better in the shower which you know that that part it's fair totally it's fair. fair totally fair taking a shower in the middle of the bridge with a curtain that doesn't come all the way down to the bathtub a little bit different because think about the the water that's going to get it's just going to be a giant mess like yes mm-hmm. there's the problem of we'll still be able to see the butt and genitalia of zap but also think of the water that's just going to get everywhere now everybody has to deal with that i will admit think I, about the janitorial crew of the nimbus i will admit i laughed at the uh the shower curtain that didn't go all oh, the way down. Oh, it's very funny. That's <laughs> actually a joke. <laughs> that was a very funny bit because it's also shown as like, oh, the, everyone like everyone's looking away because they don't want to look at their commander's butt, which is mm. not the first time that their commander has shown butt, but that's a different discussion. Um, but then the curtain comes in and it nope, still see the butt. But I'm more thinking uh, very pragmatically of what about all that water you're gonna have to mop up later? Think about the janitorial staff of the Nimbus. Mm-hmm. He he takes a shower in the middle of the bridge. He uses Kiff as a towel. Um, he which is a lot. It's a lot. Uh, he also uh, because they're for some reason engaged in combat with a ship literally made made out of fire. Um, I'm not totally sure how that works in space. Um, yeah, that's fair. So, I feel like combustion does need oxygen for that. 
if that's if that's my one problem with this episode, we're doing great. So, <laughs> oh, but it's not though. Is the problem? He uses up all the water, like three months worth of water, uh, by taking a very long shower, which is very funny to me. I mean, I f- I feel that though, man. There are days where I I wake up and I'm just like, oh, I got to take a shower. And I look at the clock and I'm like, yeah, okay, well, I'm, I'm just about on time. And then I get out of the shower and I'm like, well, I'm 10 minutes late now. Uh, whoops. I spent three hours in here? How how did that? Sorry, boss. Uh, I'm four hours late, but uh, shower thoughts. Um, yeah. And also, I'm very pruney. Just give me a moment. Uh-huh. And also, have you ever thought about how they call them fingers, but you never see them fing? Because I was thinking about that uh, in, yeah, in the shower. Yeah, that's true. Today, it's a, it's so. a strong, a strong shower thought. It is a joke I straight up ripped off of The Simpsons because I couldn't think of oh, any I know. other shower thoughts. Oh, I know, I know you did, but it is still a good point. <laughs> I'm looking at best shower thoughts. 125 of the greatest shower thoughts of all time. I bet you the first ones like, why do they call them fingers? I could never see them fing. Randomly, no, number one, randomly hearing your favorite song on the radio is more satisfying than playing it directly from your iPod. Wow, that also uh, that, that dates, dates it that quite shower a bit. thought. I mean, I I have my iPod that I refurbished. So like. Oh, well, for you, it's very specific. Um, um, it, also, I'm never going to hear any Weird Al song on the radio. So that's I, that's not an option for me. Number two, go to bed, you'll feel better in the morning, is the human version of, did you turn it off and turn it back on again? Oh, damn. It kind of is, though, is the thing. I mean, it's more like hibernate, honestly, but like that's a different discussion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because turning it off and on again would basically be dying and then co- resurrect. Although... Yeah, Jesus done it. He Jesus. must have felt fantastic. <laughs> Just cleared all that RAM. Uh-huh. Oh my God. He must have felt like factory settings. Good God. Fa- factory default Jesus. So um, <laughs> this is when we get canceled. So anyway, I'm fine with it. Um, if I get canceled for factory default Jesus, uh, I'm fine with it. Trust so, me. I just don't want to get canceled for my genitalia randomly showing up on Facebook. Uh so uh yeah, he he goes to, he goes to trial for this. Which is which is such a wild disciplinary proceeding. I, I mean, can't imagine it, this is real. It makes sense that like he goes to trial because like again, this is like actual crimes. If your boss used you as a towel, <laughs> that's that's a that's a literal crime. Oh, okay, um, you're right. That's fair. It's a military tribunal. I get it. Yeah. So you know, that that makes perfect sense. But then the <laughs> fact that um, at the end of it all, he gets uh, he get well, he gets um, put on leave and he also gets canceled, like officially canceled. He's right. got a scarlet C and everything, um, which honestly, like if you're going to do it, that's kind of the funniest way to do it like turn it into scarlet letter i think i I mean we can disagree on that but like i find it very funny that it's like you've got this and you have to do your your safety training also you're canceled wear the c i as much as i don't like the trope 
it was a decently funny way to do the trope. Like, yes, I, I, I would have I would have preferred just not getting into the whole cancel culture thing, in part because I do this podcast, which means now I have to talk about cancel culture on a stupid podcast. But yeah, thanks, Futurama. But even if I was just watching it, I'd rather they didn't go down that route. But if they're going to go down that route, being like, oh, here's your Scarlet C. Like, it's yeah. kind of funny. I, I, I didn't I didn't hate it. I hate the trope. I appreciate I, I respect the joke. Hate the yeah. trope. Respect the joke. That's my that's my take. Uh, M- meanwhile, uh, while Zap is getting, quote unquote, canceled uh, and sent to his, uh, you know, uh, sensitivity training, uh, Leela's f- feeling how we all feel nowadays and is like, is this really the best it's ever going to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, we did also skip over at the trial the uh, lawyer oh, right. uh, bird. Uh, I don't know the if he has chicken. a name. Hyper chicken. The hyper chicken is representing both Kiff and Zap, which uh, seems like a pretty big breach of ethics. But the dupe lady does say her famous catchphrase. I'm going to allow this. I'm going to allow this. Which which that felt that felt a lot. It, in it there. felt good. Like I I don't know if it felt good. Honestly, I felt like it was just like we did the meme. We did the meme. Like where the hyper chicken felt natural, she's saying I'm gonna allow this felt forced to me. To me, it was a little forced, but I'm going to allow this is one of my just favorite random Futurama things where it's just like, oh yeah, sure. Um, something something weird. Ha- like a friend's like, oh, I just did something weird, and then I I will send either one of two gifts. <laughs> the uh, dupe lady saying I'm going to allow this. Or Ben Chang from Community wearing the sombrero going, I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. And Those now are the two you gifts. understand. And now you understand why we've done the two podcasts that we have. I will only do podcasts about television shows where I can send a gif saying someone will allow something. Oh, well, I guess I guess once we finish the Futurama, we'll never do a podcast ever again. Uh, unless someone makes a gif, I'm going to do a gif search for uh, I'll allow it. Um, oh, celebrity deathmatch. Um, okay, we could do that. I'd be into that. Um, I feel like they did it on How I Met Your Mother at one point with Marshall, because he was oh, he was almost a, a, almost certainly a um, judge slash lawyer. Oh, always sunny. Um, okay, mm-hmm. I wouldn't love that, but we could do it. Uh, yeah, those are those are options based on a simple gift search. Well, well, let's put it up on the uh, the the Facebook front. Uh, uh, Facebook. I'm gonna make a million sock puppet accounts to vote always sunny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, League of Jeremy's, everyone. So, um, anyways, so yeah, we 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 get the trial. The hyper chicken uh, does represent both sides, but uh, the dupe lady is going to allow it. I'm going to allow this. Now we get back to Leela, who is the only good employee of the month yet again, which is very funny. Um, and and she's, like uh, you, like you said, top. we're all feeling what she's feeling because that that pan where it was just like photo after photo where she starts out like smiling and then just sort of starts slumping over. The smile disappears. Her eye looks just like tired. I'm like, oh, Leela. Like, yeah, that Leela, was the- I feel yeah. 
I, I've never in Futurama felt more seen than in that moment. Only because this episode wasn't about two podcasters named Ben and Mike canceling Zap. I'm just going to throw we were that out there. I mean, we we gave them such a great if layup that they could have done. If you're going to do a cancel culture episode, let us cancel the thing that's being canceled. Yeah, that's all we ask. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. <laughs> I didn't spend years of my ask. life doing this podcast to be ignored. I did it to get a few dozen listens. And <laughs> exactly. We do and it I, for the I listens. expect those few dozen listens to get me somewhere in the world of Futurama. And yet um, it hasn't at all. It has not. Uh, the official Futurama account did like my tweet about how I, I laugh every time at the 3D printed turducken. So that's the most recognition we've gotten from Futurama. Uh, right. In the years gotten, of doing this podcast. Yeah, we've gotten more recognition from Funko than we have from Futurama <laughs> itself. I still don't know which why is, fun, the Funko is, Pop newsletter <laughs> referenced us in a newsletter. Like, I will never understand that, but it is incredible. Like, uh, I, I, Funko newsletter writer, you are out there and I want to know more about you. I want you have to be if you're not in League of Jeremy's or send, if you're send not us, a patron, send us an email please, uh, back to the future on podcast at gmail.com. I want to know how we ended up in a newsletter. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So um, what what wonderful memories of podcasts go by, gone by. Uh, so, yeah, she she is just li- like you said and like Bender says, she hit rock top because she's in a dead end job where she is getting rave performance reviews that will never get her anywhere other than right. the exact place she already is. Yep. And a photo of her on the wall every month, which, you know, is meaningless. Um, as, and a, as and a, a cake, all of our lives And are. a cake that Zoidberg oh, will yeah. eat all of. Uh, a monthly cake, a Zoidberg cake. A monthly cake for Zoidberg is what uh-huh. that's called. So uh and you know what? If I'm Zoidberg, pretty good, pretty good gig. You don't even need to be the only good employee of the month. You exactly. just eat the cake. You, That's you it. just have to be Zoidberg. Yeah, exactly. Um so she is feeling it. Um, and she uh we we don't see her do it, but she apparently applies to be uh captain in the dupe. And mm-hmm. uh an hour later she's hired. <laughs> Yep, because which, which boy, what a fantasy! Uh huh. You and you and me have both had job searches in the last uh, year and a half or so, and uh, it sucks. It sucks because you gotta less, you gotta play the waiting game. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I I submitted my application. Five days later, you might hear back from them. And then they'll be like, oh, we want to interview you, but we've got uh, four spots on these two days. So pick one. Hope that works for you. Bye. Let us know. And then you have to do a like teams meeting. And then it's always teams. It's always teams. Why is it always teams? I, I know exactly why it's always teams, because that subscription comes with your Office 365 subscription. That's and, fair. Uh, if you're going to do email I, through Office 365, why spend money on Zoom? You've got right. you've got teams, baby. It's pretty amazing. Uh my ta- my my nerd take. Here's my nerd take for the episode. 
Okay, here we are. Let's Literally go. everything Microsoft does is 90% good. But when you have an application like Teams, where it's a bunch of different things all rolled into one, they're all those 90% good things don't average out to be a 90% good product. Sure. It's all of that 10% bad just stacks up on top of each other. So you get just a really bad product trying to do a lot of things 90% well. Right. Not not super focused. You got to focus. Uh-huh. So like, you know, Word has its annoyances, but it's 90% good. It's a 90% good um, word processor and you sure. can put up with a 10% bad um namely that clippy's not there anymore he's my best I friend know. we got bring back clippy i um, i will die on this hill clippy got canceled uh <laughs> jesus <laughs> so uh you know but it's fine excel 90% good i, I e- wish thinks everything you, I, is a date yes it does it really does uh-huh. i do wish we could title this. I wish you could title this episode Clippy Gets Canceled. Oh, I'm putting subtitles on because I put subtitles on every episode of Back to the, oh, of good. Uh, oh, good, good Morning Greendale. Good, good. I didn't I used to do about, it on Back to the Futurama. I you did that. But I, I do that now. So I will subtitle this Clippy Gets Canceled. It'll be Zap Gets Canceled, <laughs> subtitle Clippy Gets Canceled. Um, because uh, let's get him uncanceled. Let's get Clippy back. Clippy back. Clippy back. Clippy back. But yeah, Excel thinks everything is a date, but like it works pretty well. Uh, So like it's a 90% good product. To the the point where people are like, I got to write stuff in Visual Basic or whatever it is, VBA script. And it's like, wow. uh So, but then everything Microsoft uh, Teams tries to do is 90% good, but all all of the bad just compounds on itself. And then you get this like garbage product. So that's my take on Teams. Um, Microsoft... Uh, if you disagree at me, we'll, we'll debate us on this podcast. Debate us. Um, now I do know that there is a positive clippy renaissance happening because he apparently is inside Microsoft teams as a sticker pack, but I'm not, that's not what I'm looking for. I am looking for him to come to, to, I'm typing something in word or Excel and it's like, Hey, I, I see that you're creating a stupid document that no one never needs to see. Would you like me to help with that? And then just walks over to the garbage and drops it in because that's most of what my writing ends up being. (laughs) But yeah, job searches suck is the point of that. And, (laughs) uh, but so Leela, Leela gets hired, not even interviewed. She gets hired within the hour. Because the dupe lady's like, hey, you you applied for this job? And Leela's like, yeah, an hour ago. And she's like, all right, you're again, hired. What a, what a turnaround. The dupe is efficient, uh, particularly Very, when Zap Brannigan's not there. Specifically when he's not there. Um, so Leela gets a job and, and like is giving a speech to her new soldiers. Um, and he, she's like, well, she, I'm worried. If, she she go gets ahead. to... She gets to take along two people. Uh, so she brings Fry, which is some straight up nepotism. And uh-huh. uh, she's she Bender also needs a science officer. Spot. And so Bender uh, demands uh, that it's him. So, yeah, it, it shoving the professor aside who is shining up his his head. Uh, it's very cute. Uh, but yeah, Leela's like, I'm worried that they're not going to like me. I'm not going to be a good job. And she walks up to the podium and is like, you know, I'm nothing like Zap Brannigan. And everybody starts cheering and she smiles. 
Yeah, that's all you yeah. need to be to be good yeah, at that. That's just don't be, be don't not, be Zap Brannigan. Not, not Zap is pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, she is uh, immediately made captain of a whole uh, uh, the Nimbus. Uh, yeah, yeah. giant uh she's she's been a civilian pilot piloting a cargo ship for yeah. decades and so dupe lady is just like hey you're just you're the the, the uh, captain of this entire warship now so have fun yeah and it's very funny uh because kiff is like no i'm taking uh family leave so she's just like on the <laughs> nimbus which she's been on before and she's like wow it's so big it's like you've been on this ship before what are you talking about she's had sex on this ship before did she she did uh-huh did she forget about it i Re- mean i get remember, it's a traumatic moment remember in very early futurama when every single episode bender would be like hey remember that time you had sex was that brannigan I'm really glad that this they dropped was, that joke because yeah, it, but this was the perfect time to deploy it. Is the problem? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a swing and a miss because like it's not even a swing. It's uh, you you <laughs> got a strike looking you, at the ball. You didn't even go up to the plate. You just kind of like I'm. You know what? I may be up at bat, but I'm just gonna sit here on the bench. Um, cause yeah, she has definitely had sex on this, uh, ship before. So it's, it's a very interesting moment. Yeah. So, uh, she's the captain now and, uh, she is sent on a diplomatic mission to a planet full of weird people, full of air that grope everyone, which I didn't quite follow. Yeah, I also didn't quite follow. Uh, it is the, the tactilians, uh, where Quing airy um uh rules it it is very it it is very interesting to have an entire planet of creatures that really like all of their like it, it it feels like all of their uh customs involve no consent and groping uh huh which feels very very much like a little on the nose for a getting canceled episode, but they I mean, don't it's... really play it all that much for it, which is a thing because you could you could definitely see them, you know, being ham fisted and being like, "Look, they're not getting canceled, and they're doing all this, but Zap gets canceled." It's like it has to it has to happen because that's how the status quo becomes quo again. Is that ah, yes. they they need a captain who's going to be fine groping and being groped by these weird creatures and that that captain is zap obviously Uh uh-huh well we'll get there uh but leela does decide because they they're not sure whether or not they have enough advanced technology to like go in a you know a basically a a war helicopter so she's like oh i got it a bucket and some rope so they get lowered down by bender which, by the way, he doesn't come because she's worried about his advanced technology. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and so literally every moment she gets roasted by the tactilians for, wow, what a wonderful bucket. Uh-huh. It's very I, I funny did appreciate that joke. It was very funny to be like, oh, their their civilization is just so primitive. We need to go look in a bucket. bucket. And they're like, oh, you poor things. You came here in a bucket. Let's come take yeah. a look. We have much to teach you. Um, yeah, it's very, very funny every time they like, like give her shade about the bucket. It's very funny to me. 
this whole mission is not really that diplomatic. They want to oh, no. they want to steal this supply of air from the planet's core, which is how the Tactilians power everything uh, that they have. So you're telling me you're telling me a military force goes in to get resources. Interesting. It's unprecedented. Interesting. That has never happened in the history of anything. Uh, this is a now, this I, is a fictional show, Mike. It's a fictional show, but boy, it would be very insightful satire mm-hmm. if we focused on all the cancellation stuff and not about the resource stealing mm-hmm. that militaries may be doing in this world. So Wild how that works. Dupe Lady, uh, I imagine she has a name. I don't know what her name is. I just keep calling her Dupe Lady. <laughs> um, she would allow it, though. Um, so Of course she would. She's dupe lady. <laughs> she actually, this is not really a diplomatic mission. She wants the um she wants them to sign a quote unquote peace treaty. It literally, literally has quotes, the quotes around on peace. <laughs> it's very um very funny. It is a uh treaty that basically just gives the dupe uh control of all of the air, which they need because they want to put the air in space, which I also didn't follow. It was just like, have you been to space? Yeah. There's no air there. We need to put air there. And I'm to, like, to be f- to be fair, that is as good as any like to me is as good as any explanation. It's like, yeah, we just need the air. Um I did look up the name of the dupe lady and her her name apparently is Glab. Glab? G L A B. Okay. Keep calling her Dupe Lady. That's stupid name. Leela doesn't want to do it because uh, she has a conscience, which is probably not great for uh, a captain of the Nimbus, um, right. just historically speaking. So, but she's she gets convinced. Um, she's ready to sign this treaty, but then there's this. They they have a ritual that I don't remember what they. A lot of groping. Just it's just groping. They it's just groping, but they have a they have a word for it, and I don't remember what I it is. I didn't catch it. Yeah. It is my great pleasure to sign this peace treaty with Captain Leela and her big bucket of space friends. Tradition dictates that the parties begin with the ritual nobbling. Uh, our captain will gladly engage in the nobbling. This is when the other plot of this episode comes to be useful. Um, so Zap is in his uh, sensitivity training, and uh, it seems that uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Kind is there as the teacher for the sensitivity training, and his uh, his teaching methods are interesting. Uh, basically to be worse than they could possibly ever be in a simulator of space. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it turns out, first off, uh, there is a funny fourth wall break of, wow, that durian is so stinky, it has stink lines, which I very <laughs> much enjoyed. That um, was very funny. I, I I love fourth wall breaking in moments that are like ro- wildly, w- a wild choice for, for that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, basically it's not a simulation. They attack the Nimbus and then find their way onto this, the same planet. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, it, exactly. And it turns out that uh, Dr. Kind is actually just another dude who got canceled and took over this class. Which um, I, I will say that is the best way to make this work, I think, because it is kind of funny for someone to take this over instead of having the from the few moments we see of the professional that's supposed to run this kind of feckless. Mm-hmm. Um, Zap does kind of learn something from it. I think. I, I mean, think he, 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 he apologizes. Yeah. He sort of, um, I don't remember exactly what he said and I'll, I'll put it in the episode, but he, yeah. he, he says some stuff that kind of, uh, makes it seem like maybe he has actually learned something from this experience. In conclusion, I sincerely apologize to all those I've harmed, especially Kip Croker, the giant sex ladies of Amazonia, simulated Leela, and of course, the late Dr. Kind. Which, you know, I don't particularly believe that to be true, but if true, if Zap really did learn something from this, and that's actually like, uh, pretty cool because Zap has historically learned nothing ever from anything. Right. Like, I honestly think you could turn him into. Okay. So this is a reference that is only for the listeners of the show and not for Ben, because I'm pretty sure you haven't seen Barbie, but you could basically turn him into somebody very misguided. Like Ken is in the Barbie movie, just like, and, and again, I know that the movie is still out in theaters, I think. Um, so I won't spoil it too much, but the man, th- th- I'm sorry, the toy thinks that the patriarchy is mostly about horses, um, which is very, is a very funny moment in the show. Um, but yes, just kind of like not ill meaning, just kind of a doofus. Like, I feel like if they wanted to fi- figure out a way to get zap into that role, this is a good way to get there. But you also already have a, 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 a golden hearted doofus named fry mm-hmm. uh so who by the way at one point falls into their air and like goes through the pipes it was just very funny um, um so yeah i think i think if they're going to make a change to zap this is probably the best way to do it but where this character goes or if it just kind of returns back to normal i, d- I don't know i mean we we talked about it in the episode inagata Delila, where Right. That was my turning point for Zap because up until that moment, he he is kind of a I mean, lovable is lovable as a character, maybe not lovable as a person. Right. But sort of a lovable doofus where like with sexist tendencies, of course, he's but. he's kind of gross and, and totally incompetent. But like he's he's played for laughs. And then Inagata Delila is like he is literally trapping a naked woman under a log to and and telling her that all of humanity is destroyed so that he can have sex right. with her which literal sex crimes so literal sex crimes gaslighting yeah so that i think we went through it in that episode so that's yeah. where that's where i sort of lost my patience with zap because I, up sure. until then I, I you know i thought zap was a pretty funny character and that episode rubbed me the wrong way in a lot of ways. And so if sure. you can take Zap and kind of turn him back into that sort of uh, quote unquote lovable doofus, I'm all for it because like that's where Zap 
excels. Like I think it's very funny in the in the Fox era because sure. it predates that. And then Comedy Central era just stepped it up a notch and that's too much for me. Right. Um, too much notch being knocked up by by notches. Bam. So thank you. So yeah, I I would actually very much like for Zap to have learned something, like actually learned something from this. Right. And, you know, with only 12 episodes left in this season, who knows if there will be more. I don't know how much Zap we're actually going to get out of the next 12 episodes. But it would be interesting to see if he can kind of fill that role again, because that's where I like him. Like, he is... He's a funny character. I'm not going to I feel like a lot of people who listened a lot of people who listened to this uh podcast and then had criticisms about our podcast uh really felt like I was uh and probably both of us, but I know me, uh being very hard on Zap and it all comes back to that it's in Yeah. Because Yeah, I totally understand. Um you know because if if Fox, if the Fox air, like if if we were like, oh, we're going to do this episode, this podcast about Futurama, it's four seasons Fox television show. A, we would have been doing a lot fewer episodes. B, True. my take on Zap would have been a lot different. But mm-hmm. I was going into uh, that whole podcast having already seen that episode. Right. So... I would be very happy if Zap learns a thing or two here and I can find him a funny character again because he is a funny character. I'm not saying that he's sure. not. Um I, I he it's just rough. He's 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 a rough character. Um Yeah. So um but yeah, so he he learns his lesson. Uh he helps uh, solidify this deal. Uh, because he's totally fine with the all the groping that the um, uh, these air creatures are into. The peace treaty gets signed. Uh, they get the air from the planet and the dupes happy. Leela is miserable because she's like, maybe this isn't for me. She well, because, goes back to planet. She also does get uh, she gets dishonorably discharged. That's true. Uh, I forgot about that. She did not. She did not take the action to, to mm-hmm. so the the whole danger of this is that Doctor Kind pulls out a durian, a lot of durian specific comedy in this show, so very enjoyable uh-huh. to me personally. But he pulls out a durian and is threatening the air with the the foul smelling durian, which I think they overstate how smelly it is. Like I've smelled durian, it sucks, but it's not like this will ruin something for generations uh-huh. like they suggested unless there's magical super durians in the future which could I, be i don't know maybe but he threatens the air supply with this durian to which is why there is a fire on it which is it's funny zap doesn't even fire on it dr kind is made the captain of the nimbus and he decides to fire on himself which was very wild, but I enjoyed there, there's that a, resolution, actually. There's a lot that I was happening in that goofy. scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, very goofy. And also because of that, the durian like falls away into the air 
and Leela does solve that danger by basically flying face first into it, which is a very funny uh, moment. So, so yeah, she she's like she's a hero, but you're also dishonorably discharged because you wouldn't fire or wouldn't do the 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 groping or whatever. So. Um, which, you know, it, it is a fun way to get out of that kind of like the status has status to be quo. quo. Um, but yeah, there, there's also a very small cutaway when, when he's holding the durian out, I believe where it's, it cuts to the professor who's like just smell gazing and he's like, <laughs> Oh, what a wonderful day to smell gaze. And it smells something and just falls back retching. Mm-hmm. Very funny little bit. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's I how mean, we get back to the quo of the yeah. status. We we do get, uh, as Zap's being reinstated and Leela's getting dishonorably discharged, uh, we do get a scene where Zap is like, I owe a lot of people apologies. Uh, and so he does apologize, including to the Amazonian women who I think are yep. there just to cross that off the checklist. Because, Gotta cross it off. Think about the snoo snoo. Because, uh, you know, and it's I, I don't feel like it's totally forced. But like after last week with those mermaids, man, I'm just like that I checklist very exists. Much, I very much enjoy where we where both of us cut the line on last week because you're on the mermaids and I'm like, I could deal with the mermaids. It's Dr. Banjo. I can't I know. stand. We're not. To the, we're not. To the point. We're not relitigating Dr. Banjo. No. So yeah, uh, but he does he does apologize. So you know we'll we'll see how that goes if he makes it into any more episodes this season. Um, and we Leela's, shall see. Leela's back at Plan X where she belongs, and um, I think that's where it ends. I don't remember what how yeah. It, how I think that there's ends. like a. I think she she smiles looking at her framed dishonorable discharge. Oh right, discharge, right, 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 and. Fry takes a picture and she's smiling and they put that up and instead of the sad face. So she's now happy with her dead end job. So the what I learned from this episode is the way to be happy in life is to be uh, immediately hired on as a captain of a warship, uh, get a Medal of Valor slash simultaneously dishonorably discharged, go back to your dead end job, which you will now appreciate much more. I mean, if it works, I, I'll give it a try, I guess. All right. Uh, what would the name of your warship be? The USS Albuquerque. Because of Weird Al? Because of Weird Al, exactly. Uh, mine would be the USS That'd... Weird Al, just to one-up oh, you. Oh, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> oh, man, I should have gone for that. <laughs> I was going for, I accidentally picked something that actually exists. Uh huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, it used to exist. It was it came out of service in October 2015. So yeah, the USS Weird Al was a much better choice, and I'm kicking my the USS Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> D- done. Uh, I think that's it for the episode, yeah. Mike, and that means that it's time for vibes. So uh, I was very nervous. I, like I I mentioned. I mentioned that sort of the top of the show, I was very nervous for this episode based on the title. And I don't love the fact that it went with that trope because again, and I I don't want to relitigate it. I mean, like I have my issues with the getting canceled trope uh, that I have already gone into great detail on, but sure. Most of the episode wasn't really about that. Um, even the yeah. c- even the scenes where it's like Zap has to be in this class to like learn sensitivity, and it turns out to be 
this other dude took it over and like they're firing on the Nimbus and it didn't make a, a lick of sense, but, no. um, <laughs> you know, all of that was actually mostly fine. Um, I think, I, I think this episode could very easily have been called literally anything else than zap gets canceled because yeah. it's surprisingly little about that. Um, uh, I still didn't love the like whole it's Futurama. Let's do Futurama never needed to do a take on cancel culture, um, yeah, es- especially because you've already had episodes where Zap gets kind of busted. I mean, we've we had the episode yeah. where uh, Zap gets uh, discharged because he blows up a four hundred billion dollar space station. But mostly it was Kiff's fault. Um, yeah. Brannigan begin again. That's the one. Um, so like, you know, we've we've had episodes about that. And like, that's fine. It was, you know, it wasn't cancel culture because that term didn't exist yet. But like, right. sort of like last week where it's like we already had a pandemic episode. It's like we've already had like an episode where Zap is no longer captain. Now that all serves to be the plot where Leela gets to be captain, which I think was a lot more interesting. I also think they could mm-hmm. have done more with it though, because sure. the, the whole plot for uh, with, with the, what was the name of the aliens again? The, uh, tactilians, tactilians. Cause it's very tactile. The, very the, the whole plot with the tactilians and they need this air supply that's at the like frozen air at the planet's core. It, it, it felt a little bit duct taped together in a way that really made me feel kind of like comedy central era on it. It was yeah, not a bad plot, but it wasn't a great plot. Um, right. I mostly, for as as nervous as I was about this episode, I mostly just felt kind of neutral on it. It it exists. It's a Futurama episode that exists. <laughs> right. um, I don't think it's top tier, but I don't. I didn't hate it, and I was expecting to hate it. So, uh, to quote uh, one C. Montgomery Burns, "You know, I'm no art critic, but I know what I hate." And I don't hate this. And I don't hate this. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give it zero thumbs. Uh, it's just no sort thumbs. of a, just sort of a neutral. Like, I, I, I would have liked to see a little bit more of, and this isn't even, this isn't even a necessarily critique on the whole Futurama does cancel culture thing. I think if you just ignored zap and had this be about like yeah you need a reason zap's not able to to be captain but like you make the episode much more about leela being captain of the nimbus right i'm all in like i'm 100 in on that um i think you could have done a lot more interesting stuff than what they ended up doing here and i feel like because of that it's a little bit of a wasted potential um sure where I I can see like an ep- a whole episode where Leela is captaining a giant starship after uh, being the captain of a of a civilian uh, 
package delivery vessel for decades. That's comedy yeah. right there. Like I want I want I mean, more I, of that. I, I feel like she's done that before though. Or maybe I'm just thinking of Lee Lemon in the The Balls episode. Yeah, very, very different. Very different. Yeah. But anyways, That's so yeah, funny. I'm I'm giving it I'm getting giving it zero thumb uh, zero thumbs. Not up, not down. No. It's just an episode that exists. Right. I I loved when you said I didn't hate it because I literally wrote down I didn't hate that um it like legitimately with with breaks i was like i i i I finished watching the episode i was the credits were rolling i'm like i didn't hate it you know i was just like you really worried like especially with last week's episode how much we didn't like it Uh uh-huh um and and you know futurama's gotta talk about the things of the day which is never a good strength of a futurama episode however this one while not having a great reason to exist, um, it did a very interesting thing of putting Leela into the charge of of dupe because you're right. I don't think she's done that other than like, you know, like I said, the Lee Lemon, like undercover kind of thing um, where she's able to serve and because dupe wants to look like they're looking like they're caring about women in the military or something mm-hmm. like that. They really don't care. Um, but I, I, I thought that was the portion, you know, if, if you called this quote unquote, uh, peace treaty, that would be a better name for this episode. Um, because it's not really about zap. This episode exactly. is about Leela. And I, and I agree with you. And, and given the name of it, you kind of get the sense that, Oh, I need to care about what zap's doing, but it's really not about that. Um, and yes, you have to get him out of there somehow. Honestly, like he just goes on a vacation for a bit and they need somebody to fill in or he decides to, you know, become a country music star. I don't know. Like there are ways to get him out of the, without being like, well, you know what the kids are talking about these days and the canceled and the the, the woke and the whatever. But like if you're going to do it, if you're going to be like at least make it entertaining and somewhat funny and i thought like the scarlet sea was an interesting thing of like you know it it after eight hours it turns off and says put it in a recycle bin and literally zaps like no and throws it on the ground <laughs> right next to a recycle bin which i thought was surprisingly funny um but like it it points out how nonsense being canceled is to be honest um, even if Zap did maybe change for the better a little bit, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I will say I, I actually did appreciate do, that sort of take on it where it's just like, oh, you got canceled. So blah, yeah, blah. And then it's it like, kind of, it turns out uh, all that meant was taking an eight hour sensitivity course and right. then everything returns to normal. Right. That was which is pretty kind good of a, satire. I will give yeah, them that. Yeah, that. that is good satire in that moment, which, which I was really, like I said, last week we were really worried about it based on the quote unquote levels of satire end quote uh, that that episode had where this one felt like it actually did have a, like a brief thing to say about cancel culture. But like if you, if you figured out a way to make this more Leela centric about her, like even when she's the captain of the Nimbus, it never felt about her, even though the story is about her. And I, I think that just, it feels, it, it, it feels weird from a storytelling perspective for me that, the whole time it's like this cut this cut to the 
sensitivity training, which when it comes together is like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So yeah, I just I didn't hate it. I I actually like it better than I expected to. <laughs> um I think I'll give it a thumb in the middle. Um I think the vibes are low fox middle to high comedy central. I not, I forgot. We did we did a middle thumb once. I'll give it a middle thumb, not no thumbs. I'll give it like a middle. It's okay. it was I I forgot. Yeah. We did, we had that. This yeah, this much like this much like the story in this episode our new vibes scheme makes no sense. To be fair, uh it's it's just vibes. It's what we make of it. No, but like I thought, you know, it's not bad. It's like like I said it's not it's not a list top like oh, I got to watch this episode. It's more like Okay, that was not a terrible way to spend twenty six yeah. minutes. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't regret my time watching it. It was yeah, perfectly serviceable for some of the episodes that we've seen on Comedy Central and now Hulu. That's a compliment, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but we want to know what you think about this episode. About, um, I was going to say cancel culture. I actually don't want to hear. No, anyone please don't talk about. I've talked about it enough. Uh, we want to know uh, what you would name what? your warship. What do you um, think of durian? Have you had durian? Uh, let me know. I've never smelled it or eaten it, so I'm I'm curious. Um, I don't I don't think I've eaten the actual fruit, but I know a friend brought back. I think from either Taiwan or something, they brought back like little candies of it that smelled like it is and tasted like it is. And I was like, oh, this smells bad. Oh, it's kind of good. And that was kind of um, it. We want to know. Um, do you want all? Do you want your most embarrassing photo on Facebook, or do you want to do a viral fall on the internet? I feel like I went on another tangent that I don't remember now, but that's fine. Um, they, the listeners, probably remember, or maybe they don't. I don't know. We want to know what you think about all this and more. You can tweet at us on Failing Website, formerly known as Twitter. That's at Back to Futurama. You can find us on the internet at BackToTheFuturama.net. You can email us at backtothefuturamapodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Patreon at patreon.com slash backtofuturama. Mike, we've got emails again. Whoa, people <laughs> want to talk to us. That's exciting. I, I do feel like our return of um, or the return of Futurama has gotten a lot of people very amped up to talk about Futurama. So, And if they're anything like us, our loved ones are just like... Cool. I'm glad your show's back. Our loved ones are like, please, please talk to them, not me. Thank you. Uh, We got um, a couple of emails. Um, We got one from Martin that says, hey, guys, just wanted to say I love the podcast. Been watching Futurama for years and stumbled on this podcast last year and been listening to it ever since. I love the humor from both of you and love the random off-topic discussions. Thanks for making my days at work way more interesting i'm 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 happy that i'm making things more interesting for you so i appreciate that uh humor is also spelled with a u so it's another Ooh. non-american listener from right. somewhere we're we're for big somewhat- in every country but here um yeah. L- uh, good morning to those in the commonwealth uh i think that's what they call it right Speaking of places that are not here, we got an email from Albin who says, hello, Mike and Ben. Uh, You got top billing on that one. Good job. Ooh, Um, look at me. 
Never felt I had the option of contacting you. I finished your episode on Meanwhile about a year before the announcement of the Hulu reboot. And even then, your episode was a bit old. I have actually become a Futurama fan relatively relatively recently, like six years ago, rewatched the entire series at least twice. One thing I don't quite get, though, you, you okay. two and everyone else I've heard online... Uh, I've heard online about it say that the episodes like Jurassic Bark made you cry a lot. I'm not sure if I'm emotionally not that sensitive or something, but while I felt sad, that was it. And that's kind of typical for me. I enjoy your podcast and the series overall very much anyways. Although next week's episode uh, from the Xmas one, I say as I'm writing this on Monday, uh, not a fan. The first one I was unable... It's the first one I was unable to get through, actually. I disliked the Parasites Regained 2, but I got through it. Not this new one. Uh, that would be the uh, uh, Rage the Against vaccine the Vaccine. One? Yeah. Yeah, we also hated it. Yay! <laughs> I heard your pronunciation of Krona in your most recent episode. Uh, I know... What you, uh, I know what you did next Xmas and felt I needed to comment on it. As another fellow Swede, you got the closest on your second attempt at pronouncing the currency, but the K sound still sounds kind of funny. If for some reason you need to try and pronounce it again, just say Swedish crowns. Krona means crown after all. Uh, cheers. I love your work from Sweden. So uh, thank you for that. Um, I will say... I don't, I don't know why I found the... the, uh, the- the Swedish <laughs> I just I, I find it so funny that there there's so many people outside of America that listen to this that's so wild to me and then like now what you're talking about are crowns they're just not the right way to say it just very uh, funny to me so um as far as episodes like Jurassic Bark I mean I think uh I, I think that there are a lot of uh, personal things that play into a lot of that because there are a lot oh, of sure. Futurama episodes that really try to tug at the heartstrings in ways that like I definitely feel the emotions of. But like a lot of people say that like Luck of the Fryrush really gets them. And like I have emotions about Luck of the Fryrush for sure, but like sure. it doesn't hit me the same way or game of tones where like he and his mom get to share like one last moment or, you know, stuff like that, that did not hit me, uh, part, you know, as hard. Like I, I, right. I felt emotions, but for Jurassic Bark specifically, um, and, and I don't know if it's, if it's a thing that, you know, you had maybe already kind of known about a little bit since, um, you know, you're a pretty recent uh, Futurama fan, but like sure. for me at the time when because uh, I was watching Futurama when it was new, it was just like, here's this funny show I watch every week. And then uh, out of the blue, it's like, hey, what if Fry just had a dog who like died sad and alone waiting for him? Funny episode. And then like you just kind of right. It it it. It hit me in a way that I wasn't expecting because I wasn't yet expecting Futurama to pull that. If sure. Futurama did another Jurassic Bark, I'd be like, okay, but you're just doing Futurama now. Like <laughs> you did you did the Dead Dog episode and now you're trying to do Dead Dog episode 2. Yeah, yeah. So like I think that's part of it. Um yeah, I know for uh, me, the first time that I had watched Jurassic Bark, I, I had a dog who we had to put down uh, maybe 
a year before that episode released. So like it was still, you know, the the loss of a, a family pet was still very fresh in my mind sure. at that point. Um, and so um, actually, when did Jurassic Bark air? Oh, 2002. OK, so actually oh, wow. we didn't we didn't uh, we hadn't put her down yet. She was uh, she had diabetes, so she was kind of uh, on the way out at that time. So like I was dealing with like actively dealing with like a, right. an aging ailing pet. And so like sure. it was like, hey, by the way, here's this funny episode. And then it just hits you. So I, I feel like that's part of it. I, you know, a lot of us were not expecting it. Whereas sure. now, like Futurama uh, kind of does that. So it's like, yeah, Futurama is just being Futurama. Um, right. But, you know. Well. Oh, go ahead. I do, I, I do want to say, like, you know, uh, for uh, for every discussion about, like, we cried at this episode, I will say that I, I have a similar feeling because I tend not to. Like, I feel, like you mentioned, I feel the emotions about this, but a lot of television and a lot of drama, a lot of, you know, even these com comedy shows that want to do those tug the heartstrings, I feel the emotions that they're clearly trying to dig at. I don't often cry in that situation. I don't cry when presented with media. It's more... Oh, I'm a big, I'm a big crier. I'm fine oh, admitting sure. that. <laughs> um, where I'm, I feel because I've got that remove towards that media that I, I, it's not there, but if it's happening to me or if like, like you mentioned dogs, you know, pets having to be put down or, you know, family members passing away, like in, if it's like in front of me as a situation that I have to deal with, like I will obviously cry, but like, uh, boy, when I'm trying to describe this, I feel like a am sounding like an alien. Um, like I'm, I'm just not wired to see something on the television and immediately start crying, or feel like feel the emotion depth enough to start crying. While, but I do have that within me when with other situations. So, oh, I'm, I'm, it's certainly, I'm a big, I'm a big crier. I cried at the end of season three of The Good Place. I cried at the mm -hmm. end of season four of The Good Place. I cried at the end of uh, You're the Worst, surprisingly, which sure. I. Uh, was shocked by um, and you keep telling me that you wept at the sunrise this morning I still don't know what that means uh well but I had I to get I up and go to work is what that meant I and I was very I sad will about seize that. the day don't worry about it um but no but I, th I think uh, of course like you know emotion and media is is very specific to each person like it is very clear that you know filmmakers tend or you know directors or tend to know how to poke at things that that ping back in in memory and you know have those feelings but obviously i'm never going to be like why didn't you cry you jerk um because like it's it's a very in individual thing like you know maybe you didn't grow up with pets and that it, that means that Jurassic Park doesn't ping for you right? and that's fine i mean as just so, a, as just an anecdote i mean my wife is a big uh, crier at media and mm -hmm. um uh she i mean she was like yeah jurassic bark is sad but like i didn't like sob over it but she also you know didn't have like pets growing up so like right it it's, so, yeah, it, I think it didn't hit 
in that same way where like I literally had a dog who was dying at the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that is a very specific moment in your life that you're like, yeah, I can understand that. But yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see it as a bad thing. Uh, you know, like even if, and there are people out there that don't have the same emotional reaction or under, you know, like we're all different people and we all have different feelings about things. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't think you should feel bad or feel weird about it. It's just how you, you interact with the world around you. And I think that's, I think it's kind of wonderful that we have all these different reactions to things. Uh, so yeah, that is our email. We do also have a new Patreon patron as well. Um, oh, wonderful. So Excellent. thank you thank to you. Helen for becoming a new Patreon, Patreon, Patreon patron. Uh, I can totally talk. I mean, we've been, we've been talking on a podcast for almost two hours. We got to have some good words in there. And I think I think that's it. Just the one new Patreon patron this week. Um, well, th- thank yeah. you so much for becoming a new patron. And we thank you everybody for being patrons or, you know, well, honestly, coming to the end of this one, because, boy, I could understand if you're like, I don't want to listen to them talk about cancel culture. I would understand. Uh, Let's so listen to two to white dudes talk about cancel culture oh, yeah. for an hour. That's what everyone wanted to well, listen to. Yeah, today. we all want to we all want to listen to two white dudes talk about cancel culture. But no, thank you for coming to the end of this. Hopefully it hasn't been so preachy. And, uh, you know, we put a smile on your face and we were goofy enough that it, you know, was was a little a little bit fun. Uh, on your morning uh, commute or your evening commute or you know what whenever you're listening to this maybe you're doing the dishes i don't know i hope we put a smile on your face while you're doing whatever you're doing and that'll do it for us this week um we have successfully talked about the zap gets culture gets cultured i'd watch that zap gets cultured absolutely like the, tell me instead of getting canceled he's just like no i'm going to the uh the south of france on a wine tour for a month and then Good luck, and then dupe. because and it's then a sci-fi a- because it's a sci-fi cartoon the twist is that he gets uh put into a giant vat of alien yogurt to like uh be the the live culture in the alien yogurt i i thought the the twist would be you're the wine the whole time we did the Zap Gets Cancelled episode. Next week, we're talking about The Prince and the Product, which I don't know much about, so I don't know if I should be nervous. But you can check that out with us next time here on Back to the Futurama. Until then, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Goodbye, Goodbye from, from the, the world, world of tomorrow. Of tomorrow.